What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belle Bid DeVoe. Yours truly, Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. I am Iyanla Van Zandt. Hey, y'all. This is your girl, Latoya Luckett. Music and features from a woman's perspective. Intriguing conversation. The Swag Award. Espresso. The Mocha Mix. So much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. And now, a 6'6 six, six guard from Lord Marion High School in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The nation continues to mourn the loss of Kobe Bryant and his daughter. Cafe Mocha will celebrate his life throughout the show while we talk about the Oscars and how the people of color and women have been shut out again. Cafe Mocha begins now. Cafe Mocha had planned to talk about the Oscars this weekend, and of course we're going to do that. But in light of the loss of Kobe Bryant, Mike Hill, you've been a sportscaster for years. Talk about the Kobe Bryant you knew and this tragic incident. Of course, I've been asked a lot about Kobe over the last couple of days, and um, honestly, it's still hard for me to wrap my mind around the fact that he's no longer here. Uh, he was one of those guys, athlete, entertainers that you looked at and you just thought... He was invincible, uh, but God knows that no one is. Um, just somebody that I just looked up to. Once again, one of the top athletes uh, of all time in my book uh, because of his tenaciousness, his will to win, his desire, his strength, his greatness. And even though he knew he was great and had that confidence and somewhat a little bit of cockiness to him as well, he always wanted to improve. He always wanted to be better. And he demanded that anybody that was around him uh, made themselves just as good as he was, or at least try. And that's one of the reasons he clashed with Shaq a lot. And uh, a lot of ways, I'm not saying I'm Kobe Bryant or whatnot, but in a lot of ways, I take that same approach when it comes to the things that I try and do, because I always want to get better. I always want to continue to improve. I want to be great. I want to win championships in my field. I always just want to uh, make sure that I'm doing the best that I can, best my ability to continue to succeed. Uh, and, and Kobe was misunderstood a lot, too. Uh, you know, was a loner. A lot of things in the background about Kobe Bryant, you know, he didn't always get along with his teammates, didn't always get along with people in the NBA, but they always respected him. And my greatest attribute that I can think about Kobe is that, you know what? Besides the basketball, he was a great father. Loved his daughters. Uh, like he, we mentioned, found out he's a girl dad. And he looked at his daughters and he felt like, you know what? He didn't need a boy because he had enough. He had that love and he gave them that love and instilled that joy into them each and every day. And the fact that one of his daughters passed away with him was even more terrifying and even more tragic. Because uh, I could never imagine, uh, as Vanessa has to go through right now, of uh, losing a child. So, uh, once again... Uh, I'm going to miss him. Uh, but once again, we can always do our parts to make sure his legacy continues. Mike Hill of Fox Sports One will be back with more Cafe Mocha. Ooh, it's like 
Cafe Mocha? More of the flavor you love in just minutes. Keep it right here. Cafe Mocha. Cafe Mocha honors Kobe Bryant. His loss ripples through the world. Talk show host Jimmy Kimmel describes it like this. Kobe was a hero in the way Superman is a hero. He was so big, it was almost like he was a fictional character. He was a real life superhero with a costume and everything walking amongst us. Those of us who love the Lakers know it seemed like he always came through. He always showed up to save the day. He wanted to save the day. He had a force of will. He never gave up. As an athlete, he was incredibly gifted, more than almost anyone. He was talented beyond reason, and yet he worked harder than everyone. He worked harder than people with much less talent than he had. He took his job and his pursuit of excellence so seriously. He was completely dedicated to being as good as he possibly could be. Jimmy Kimmel on Kobe Bryant. Catch our flow. This is Cafe Mocha Radio. Radio from a woman's perspective. Cafe Mocha. I'm Angelique. My guest host this weekend is Mike Hill of Fox Sports One. We're going to talk about the Oscars, J-Lo, Eddie Murphy being shut out. But a lot of people didn't know that Kobe won an Oscar for an animated short film he wrote, voiced, and produced. Mike Hill, let's talk about that. Another one of the more difficult things about Kobe, uh, and this reminded with the Oscars coming up, is that <laughs> Kobe... I think the best was yet to come for this guy. After 20 years of the dominance he had on the basketball court, I was just as excited about the things that he still had uh, playing off the court uh, in the media and the things that he was doing not only with ESPN, but this is a man <laughs> that won an Oscar, an Academy Award for his animated short. Uh, and I think he had a lot of other great things in store as well there. And that's one of the reasons that I, I really like him and admired him is because he always had plans for life after basketball or even during basketball. I think you always should use your platform to the best of your ability to parlay that into something bigger and better, to always expand, to be diverse, to improve. And Kobe did that. And the fact that he is uh, not only a five-time champion, but an Oscar winner. Not many people can say that. And that just adds to his greatness uh, and his legacy. And um, once again, it's just one of the tragic parts of of this whole ordeal is that uh, he still has so much more to offer uh, the world outside of the game of basketball. And unfortunately, we won't be able to see that from his mind. But also, the other people who lost their lives, I'm pretty sure uh, Coach Altabelli or whatever he did, uh, as far as baseball coaching is concerned, Everything that those people, uh, they had a future uh, and it could have been bright and they could have made a difference in this world. And uh, unfortunately, uh, we won't be able to see that. But as for Kobe Bryant, I mean, look, kudos to him. And I just pray that, you know, somebody uh, continues that legacy um, for what he had planned off the basketball court as well. Mike Hill of Fox Sports One. He's my co-host this weekend. Cafe Mocha remembers Kobe Bryant. Don't you go anywhere. There's more mocha on the way. This is Cafe Mocha. 
Cafe Mocha honors the life of Kobe Bryant. Here's L.A. Laker OG Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, a mentor and family friend. You know, I, I, I want to share this with, with, with people. Um, Luke Walton was having a, a, a weird day at practice. He, he about three or four times up and down the court. Luke almost made a spectacular play, but just missed doing it. You know, a block shot, a, 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 a three-point shot, great defense, uh, you know, a tough rebound. So, uh, but, the, you know, Luke was struggling, and, and Kobe, from the sideline, sounding exactly like Alec Guinness, says, the force, Luke, use the force. And <laughs> it just broke the whole place up. We, we, we started dying laughing. It was uh, amazing that he put it all together like that, and said it so timely but he, he had that kind of uh, he had that kind of timing and he had that type of insight and uh, you know that's what he was about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on Kobe Bryant It's Cafe Mocha Angelique along with Mike Hill Fox Sports 1 announcer. He's also on the Mike and Donnie show on Fox Soul TV weekdays at 11 p.m. Yes, get that app. Um, Harriet, we're talking about the Oscars. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you hands down, favorite movie for me, drama this year, mm-hmm. was Harriet. Uh, did you see it? What'd you think? You're going to be mad. I know, it's okay. You're entitled I, 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 you to know, your I, opinion. I, I, so, I got a sad car and I got the CD, the, the DVD. You want to say CD? I got the DVD that came in and I haven't seen it. I want to see it. My fiance Cynthia, she's <sighs> seeing it. She raised about it. She's saying how great it was. I'm happy that Cynthia and Revo got the uh, the nomination or whatever. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm sorry. Here's the thing. I still haven't seen 12 Years a Slave. I will never watch The Help. <laughs> I don't watch these movies. Right, right. I don't want to see us in this light. Yes. But the um, director, Casey Lemons, said, this is a superhero movie. The writer said, this is a superhero movie. I'm like, how is this? But like you, I have my sad card. So I sat down Uh and I watched it. I was like, wow, this is a superhero movie. This is a woman movie. This is a empowerment movie. It's a see it movie. Okay, so the thing, like you said, I got to be in one of those moods to see one of those because I can only hear me call the N-word so many different times and my people call the N-word and I can't go to work the next day. You know what I mean? So I got to give it some time but I want to see this and like you said uh, and Cynthia said the same thing it's just empowering it's enlightening and you see things that you didn't know about Harriet Tubman before and um, you know Cynthia has gotten she is she plays Harriet she's gotten a lot of criticism for for different things from us from us yes one of the things was that she's British oh and why are we celebrating American actors let me tell you something I saw her in the color purple a few years ago uh huh and you have never seen a live performance like what that girl did. I don't care where she came from. Mm-hmm. She is a brilliant actress, which is why she has an Emmy, a Grammy, a Tony, and is about to get an Oscar. About she to get is, this EGOT. Yeah, she's about to EGOT. You know, and but that's the thing about it. Sometimes that would kind of upset. We did a show on Fox Soul about this, about the whole Harriet movement and how black people were upset because it was a British African uh, British. Uh, 
uh, actress who was playing the role instead of an African American. And I'm like, they couldn't find a real slave. So they, how, how authentic you want to be? The woman is black and has had to go through similar atrocities that we have had to go through uh, today. You know what I mean? We she didn't grow up in the uh, in the Jim Crow era or whatnot, so she wasn't over here in America. And I understand that, but you're not gonna find somebody like that. But neither did Gabrielle Union. Exactly. That's <laughs> None what, of us did. What, so it's called the, acting. It's acting, and if she's the best person for that job, as long as she's black, and I know that we're trying to get Cindy Crawford to do it at one time. <laughs> now that's crazy. No, it, was, it was Julia Roberts. <laughs> Julia it Roberts. Was, yeah. Well, nobody knows who Harriet is. Yeah, that was ages ago. <laughs> I know, but see, that's outrageous. But as as long as she's black, why not? That we had da- Danny Glover play Mandela. You know what I mean? He ain't South African. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So did South Africa rise up for that? Why can't we support black people when we're doing something positive? And a black project. And because black this project. was written and it was directed by black people. Yes. So let's support our stuff. We're talking about the Oscars. I'm with my co-host, our temporary guest host, yes. Mike Hill from Fox Sports. You may want to keep me. I may want to keep you. <laughs> Lottie, yo, yo, y'all watch out. Testosterone in the building. Hey. <laughs> you like our flavor. More music. More chat. More Cafe Mocha on the way in just minutes. Hey, it's Lindsay Jeffries here. I just wanted to call really quickly and give my condolences to the Bryant family. You know, that S-76 is very similar to the S-70 that I fly, the Black Hawk for the North Carolina National Guard. And my heart goes out to the Bryant family, to the Ottobelli family and the Zavian family, the Chester family and the Mauser family. My heart hurts for that family because all of you have lost your loved ones at that same moment. And that realization runs true for me and all the other helicopter pilots that are in the army and other professions. We face that same danger every time we get in that helicopter. There's a reality that when we get into something that is that powerful and that heavily influenced by our maneuvers, there's a lot of weight on our shoulders. And you know, I just wanted to send my love and to let you know that I feel for you and I feel for the family and I feel for all the service members that have died in helicopter crashes and that, that are no longer with us today. Thank you for taking my call. And this just is a reminder that a profession like this is such an unforgiving profession. If you've been enjoying the banter between Mike and I, catch the whole conversation by downloading the Cafe Mocha app to hear all the stuff we said during the music and the commercials. Stream our podcast now. It's at the App Store under Cafe Mocha Radio. Cafe Mocha, the Oscars are next weekend. I am with sports commentator Mike Hill from Fox Sports 1. He's also of the Mike and Donnie show on Fox Soul TV, weekdays 11 p.m. Mike, you brought up Eddie Murphy. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I mean, I love Eddie. All I can think of is those orange pants (laughs) and him shaking his little groove thing in Delirious or Raw or whichever one it was. Uh Um, Dolomite has been a huge success for him, Uh uh, you know, with nominations, except for the Oscars. Mm -hmm. But then he also did the Saturday Night Live. He also um, has the the reboot of... 
uh, coming to coming America. Coming to America. Yes, yes. What do you think of Eddie's comeback tour? I love it because Eddie Murphy is one of the kings. I mean, you talk about the kings of comedy. He is definitely on that Mount Rushmore of one of the greatest comedians of all time. And not just because of his stand-up, because of what he's been able to do in his movie career and then be able to transition and do that. Uh, I hold him in regards of like the Richard Pryor of the world. Right. You know, he's up there uh, with Richard Pryor as the greatest comedian of all time. So it's great to see him come back. It's still great to see him relevant. It's great to see that people respect him and it's great to see that he's still funny that's the main thing I was so scared for Saturday Night Live I didn't know what to expect Mm -hmm. and I think he just knocked it out of the park he's talented I mean I watched it a few times yes you know uh, emailed a few little different things to people like did you see this you know you gotta pass it on Um, and it's funny mostly because he was right in the opening monologue when he or whoever said it said that black people haven't watched since I left. <laughs> we haven't. You know what I'm saying? Unless like somebody like Dave Chappelle hosts the show. Yeah, or something. and they were like, okay, I'll check that out. Or right. you, you know, you want to see Lizzo on, or you want to see you know somebody that's performing. But Saturday Night Live has been corny for ages, and whenever I meet somebody, you know, a black person mm-hmm. who's checking it out on Saturday and it's in their rotation as a show they watch, I'm looking at them like. Oh, I'll see a skit. <laughs> I, look, I'll go to I'll go to the, uh, the the YouTube or whatever. I'll see something on Twitter every now and then and watch a skit. But I'm not sitting there for an hour and a half and watching SNL unless somebody like Eddie Murphy's host. Right. And uh, also, I don't know if you've seen it that Arsenio has a stand up on. Netflix right I now? I started watching that the first 20 minutes and I got pulled away. I'm, I got like eight jobs, so I get pulled away. Yeah. But it was funny. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I yes. mean, it's not, I mean, it's Arsenio. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'll say that. Yep. That's the bar. It's Arsenio. Uh, but it's nice to see him making comeback as well. And I love Netflix for this reason. Yeah. We got to see Eddie do some stand up too, though. I want to see him get back on. You know, um, who is going on tour? Or uh, uh, who's who going on tour? It? Uh, said it. Uh, it uh, Jamie? Was it Jamie Foxx? Jamie Foxx, yeah. Jamie yeah. Foxx. Jamie Foxx said he would love to go out on tour. How, how crazy would that be? Because I look at Jamie Foxx as like Eddie Murphy light in a sense. Right. Because of how good he is in stand-up, how funny he is, but just the talent, the singing, and the acting. I mean, you got somebody that's a triple or quadruple threat like that as one of the most talented people Hollywood has ever seen. And yeah. there are two, two, those, two of those guys. I'd pay for that show, that's Absolutely, sure. absolutely. All right, we are talking about the best of... TV, well, TV and films. We were talking about the Oscars, but then we got sidetracked because, you know, Eddie deserves his own segment. (laughs) I am with Mike Hill, the Mike and Donnie show on Fox Soul TV and a Fox Sports One. We're back. It's Cafe Mocha. We got the hit makers, trailblazers, tastemakers, and game changers. That's how we roll. This is Cafe Mocha Radio. Cafe Mocha honors the life of Kobe Bryant, who impacted a generation of basketball players, including Tracy McGrady. My first two, three seasons, I probably wouldn't have made it through those seasons if it wasn't for Kobe, because he came in a year before me, same footsteps, straight out of high school. And, you know, he, he went through some turbulent times in his rookie season, and same with myself. I used to call and lean on him for advice all the time and he would give me that advice because we were brothers and and my heart just goes out to Vanessa and those girls and Pam and Joe, Shea and Sharia. I mean, this is hard, man. This is hard. 
Tracy McGrady on the impact of Kobe Bryant. It's Cafe Mocha. I'm Angelique. My guest host this weekend, Mike Hill of Fox Sports 1. He's got a new show on Fox Soul TV. It is an app that you need to download right now. The show is called Mike and Donnie's Show, the Mm -hmm. Mike and Donnie Show. We are talking about the Oscars, the movies, the movie business, Mm -hmm. and our films. Our films. Did you see yet... Um, Bad Boys. I did. I okay. saw a screening of Bad Boys. To me, it was the best one they had. Really? Of, I... all, of, the, of the three. The story, I... the action, everything was great. We have to support our movies. We have to. And the ones that are made, not necessarily the ones that have actors in it, but the ones that are made by us, the directors, uh, the come in, and even some independent movies as well. Uh, Queen and Slim. I don't know if that's considered an independent film or whether it was a, a big blockbuster but you know we we got this thing where we love bootlegging stuff and we got our fire sticks at home Mm -hmm. and you know i I come from that family i see you brooklyn what's up Um, (laughs) i come from that family and i tell them all the time i'm like look this is our stuff Mm -hmm. and i know that you don't get how it works it's just a movie to you um but we need to go out and we need to show and we need to pay our actors and we need to show Hollywood that we will support our right, stuff right. because that's the only way we make more of it. Yep, because if they think complain. we ain't watching, yep. then we're going to have Seinfeld on. That's what gets their attention. That's, that's what gets right. their attention. Money. If you're making that money for me, I'm going to give you more of what you're buying. So don't complain about we don't have good movies out there because you'll go out there and see some slapstick comedy or something that's really ignorant or something that's stupid or whatever. But there are good movies, like you said, with Queen and Slim. There's a new movie that's coming out. I think next month I can't think uh, the actress that's from Insecure that's coming out and it's going to be something that's not killer shooting up right. movie ignorant stuff but we also got to support those movies like the Brown Sugars of the World right. uh, the, those type of movies where it's like a love story or something that has a good storyline or whatever so go out there and support that and support things like and I don't want to bring it back to me but Fox O you know Absolutely. we're doing something for the community so if you want to see more of that where you're making an impact and doing something good and positive for the community and telling our story we need to go out there and put that money behind it. And you know what? I like that it's free. Yeah. Yes. I mean, because that's that's the barrier for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I, I cut the cord on cable, so all I have is Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. And I pay my little $8 for Netflix, my little $12 for Sling go. TV, and my little soul. Those little things add up. Mm-hmm. And if I can go and watch some quality programming for free right? then I'm in that's what I'm all I'm going to do is download the app and mm-hmm. I'll do it when I get home download the app yes. and just start watching and start watching because that's what's even if it's free you still got to watch you got to go out there and, and show people that hey there are eyeballs on this meaning if there are a lot of eyeballs on this that means more of this type of stuff will be made by right. other people so right. we got to continue to do that like Cafe Mocha. We got to do that. Yeah. Listen more to Cafe Mocha Listen shows to... like this. By the way, there is so much happening that's not making it to air because we have to play music. So <laughs> while you're downloading stuff, make sure you download the Cafe Mocha radio app so you can hear all the stuff that happens when the music is playing. And it's plenty. We are having a robust conversation in here. Trust. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I don't know if they're back next week or not, but if they're not, are you going to be here? I'll be around. I, right. I, I got to ask Cynthia if I can come back. But yeah, I'll, I'll come back if I can. Okay. <laughs> right. Like Nick 
Cafe Mocha? More of the flavor you love in just minutes. Keep it right here. Cafe Mocha. Cafe Mocha honors the life of Kobe Bryant. Michael Strahan talks about the Kobe Bryant he knew. Yeah, I mean, the first time I met Kobe was years ago. Um, I, I was still a football player. He was, you know, in a party, and I just went and said hello. But always been a big fan. And, and But since I've retired over the last 12 years or so, I've gotten a chance to know him a lot better. He, he, would, he would come on GMA, I'd interview him there, and he called me and, and asked me to interview him for Dear Basketball at the Tribeca Film Festival. Oh, yeah. So I went down and did an interview for him for um, that documentary he won an Oscar for. And I always loved Kobe. I always appreciated how hard he worked. And everyone talks about how hard people work and how committed they are, but he had another level. Oh, yeah. But he always showed love and he always showed a lot of, like, respect. Michael Strahan on Kobe Bryant. Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. This is the espresso. After TNT's touching tribute to Kobe Bryant, Shaq walked outside the Staples Center where the crowd was chanting, Shaq, Shaq, Shaq. Listen to his response. Rumors circulated that Rick Fox was on the plane when it went down. He shares that story. And then all of a sudden, my best friend, King Rice, who's a basketball coach, somebody apparently told him that I may have been on the helicopter. And he started calling. So I'm seeing King's number you know, repeatedly going and going and going. And I think he's worried about me. So I said, I'm going to talk to my best friend. And I answered it. And I said, hey, man, this is crazy about Kobe. And he just was bawling. And I started crying. And he was like, you're alive. And longtime teammate Derek Fisher talks about what he wants people to remember about Kobe. I want us to continue to to push for what he was most recently striving for uh, in terms of equity uh, and opportunity for young girls, for girls like his daughters that are still with us, um, for girls like my daughters, for women uh, to come. Um, he didn't just talk about those things, he lived it. That's the espresso. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Compass Media. Executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com.